This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.37. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And it's time for today on Twitter where we're asking, do you rely on a calendar to keep track of your life? An interesting question, a slightly loaded one. So this comes from Ali K. Miller, who tweeted, put everything, and that's in caps, in your calendar. Get it out of your head. Stop spending brain power holding things in RAM. Clear your mind, put in dinners, gym time, birthdays, commutes, brainstorms, writing, shopping, bill reminders, follow-ups, appointments, all of it. And that has prompted a you know, a, a lot of responses weighing in on this question of productivity, how people stay organised, whether this works for them. And that's why we thought it might be an interesting point of conversation. It is interesting. It also, to me at least, felt a little bit like a, like a nostalgia thing or like an archaic thing. Maybe because um, I associate having a calendar... Um, I associate having a calendar with being able to uh, write stuff down. So I don't think digital calendar, although clearly people in the tweets are also simultaneously talking about putting things in your uh, email calendar and so on. And that's that's definitely a way to do it. But I think um, for me, writing things down is the only way to remember. Putting them down digitally, typing them in, making a note on my phone doesn't work the same way. Digital calendars do not work for me in any way, shape or form. I only use them for work because we have a shared calendar. Um, and, and then the reminders help. So, you know, five me. minutes before the meeting, you're like, ooh, I have a meeting. Thank you for telling me now. Oh, not me. Um, <laughs> half the time because I forgot to update the calendar and that meeting is null and void. And then I get into the habit of ignoring real reminders for real things because I don't update my online calendar sufficiently. All of which to say online really doesn't work for me. Um, I... I find the act of typing something doesn't do the same job of triggering a memory. I understand that Ali's argument here is that you let the you let the computer do the heavy yeah. lifting for you. But I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to work for me. There, there are different opinions coming in. So Craig, for example, says, this feels like chaos to me. Put key non-negotiable tasks in your calendar and then time block other things around those to give yourself specific times for small tasks and then also to engage in deep work. Use a task manager to get things out of your working memory. Well, I don't know, Craig. This is on Twitter. That sounds to me like a lot of work. (laughs) It's like control chaos. Yeah, it's like control chaos. It also means that now I will have to remember to do those things and allocate time to sit down and do the planning versus just having a cute little planner where I write things under the proper dates and then I can look (laughs) at them. Uh, Ajuma says, this, however... Would this help you in memorizing things? Or should you memorize things? Does memorizing actually benefit the brain? Oh, Ajuma sounds like me, actually. (laughs) An entirely separate train of thought. But the argument here is that you shouldn't be remembering these things, right? That you should just outsource it to a tool to remember it for you. Um, So in this case, no. I think the argument, I I suspect, uh, that Ajuma is making has to do with numbers and birthdays, which is the thing that people say we've lost, right? Uh, We've lost the ability to give people directions because everyone uses a, a digital map of some kind. We've lost the ability to remember people's birthdays because we get reminders for those. Uh, We don't remember phone numbers because our phone does that for us. So I think that that's a slightly different argument to staying organized. So... 
two things. I think you could extend that argument to the point I was making. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of people who have studied this as well. I feel the act of writing something down inputs it in your memory in a way, at least for me, in a way that typing it out or setting a reminder in your phone doesn't. Um, also, being able to visually see uh, perhaps a planner or a calendar laid out with the different appointments on it, again, is a particular kind of memory trigger. Um, so I would argue that it does help you with a certain kind of memorizing uh, that the automated process completely circumvents. Uh, but you're right. I I also feel sometimes some of this is a little bit of um, what's the word? The the looking at the past with a with a very generous lens because Most lenses. People yeah. forgot birthdays all the time. People forgot appointments all the time. I remember waiting in bus stops for friends who never turned up. So I don't think that writing things down in a calendar or putting it in a, in a phone as a reminder necessarily takes away people's abilities to remember appointments. Uh, I am increasingly turning on this concept um, and this is because of this next tweet by Daniel who says, I do that for the things I absolutely don't want to move. For the optional part, I use a second calendar that only I see. That leaves some space in the calendar available for helping out people and so on. So um, I... The idea of scheduling in free time for me is just really anathema to, to any way that I personally want to live. I, At my busiest, I think that there have been times where it, it was helpful because it felt like, okay, I have this to look forward to or this is a time that I know I can promise to others. But in general, I think that if your calendar is this full, that maybe there are other calibrations you might need in other parts of your life. I mean, basically it's a calendar in time to fill in calendar and then calendar in time to have free time. Yes. It's, yeah, no, you're right. right? There are like, larger issues. Yeah, there. there's like a gut reaction to, I don't want to do that. That's it though. Uh, the original point about freeing up your mind is something a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Rafi, for instance, says, I've been doing this since the final year of my PhD. It really helps keep my mind uncluttered of the important stuff. And I think, oh, hashtag PhD life. Of the unimportant stuff. Of the unimportant stuff. Um, and I think that's a fair point. I think uh, this notion of your brain can only hold so much information readily, clear it up, um, so that you don't have to worry about these things is a fair one. If I may, I think that there are actually three separate things that we're talking about. Number one, whether putting all your stuff out of your head into something else is helpful. This something else could be an online calendar. It could also be a notebook that you write in. The point is that you're downloading your to-do list and your meetings and your what have you onto a space that you then rely on rather than expecting your mind to remember. So that's one element here. The other element is simpler. Do you do online or offline? Which one works better? Um, and then after that, I think it's the question of how much do you want your life to be scheduled? Because that's the other thing. Yes. Um, I, I think that maybe for some people where even your personal life is heavily shared, I'm thinking of parents of young children where you've got school and play dates and meetings revolving around your children. So in other words, your calendar is not just your life, but your children's social life. In that instance, and maybe for a period of time, having everything scheduled to the second might be helpful. For others, though, I don't know if it works. So I think I think that from what we've been discussing, there are three separate things. Well, we'd like to hear from you on all of those things, actually. How do you organise your life? And do you even use a calendar? Is it online or offline? 
weigh in, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this uh, to look at your messages. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Become fabulous millionaires. BFM eighty nine point nine. It is 5.49, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And uh, on today on Twitter, we've been talking about getting organised. We are, after all, in February. So perhaps time to think about how we plan our lives. Um, this comes from a tweet um, suggesting that you put everything in a calendar as a way to clear up space in your brain. Everything. everything. Absolutely everything. Um, and so we've been asking you, how do you organize your life? Do you use a calendar? Is it online or offline? Share with us. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have plenty of thoughts coming in on this. So two people who go digital. Uh, Raj says, I will die without my phone <laughs> calendar, which seems dramatic and yet somehow very true. Uh, Laif, meanwhile, says, I'm someone who just cannot remember dates. I need an electronic calendar to remind me about things like my wedding anniversary. These calendars have been saving my marriage since 2010. So that's so interesting, Laif, because I actually said almost the opposite before we came on air. I was telling uh, Lynn, in fact, that I'm someone for whom remembering birthdays, anniversaries and so on, I used to rely on either a physical calendar that I hung um, at my desk or a planner in which I write it down on particular dates. The digital version just never works for me. Um, I put it in, it's there automatic, it gets renewed every year. But I think the very fact that it's automatic and the phone just carries it forward every year means that I have less and less reason to remind myself of the dates. Yeah, yes. I have thoughts about an automatic reminder for a wedding anniversary, which I, I will keep I, to I myself. I stepped that one. <laughs> Whatever works, no fights, Correct. good. Yes, yes. Um, no fights, good. Still get celebrated, great. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes you're right, you're right. Um, meanwhile, CK says, e-reminders only work for me when it comes to tasks that I specifically set an alarm. Otherwise, I prefer to write it down physically rather than type because we type so much nowadays that we forgot what we've typed. Um, I prefer to write it down on a physical calendar if I'm available and in front of my desk. Sometimes I will write down something on my phone when I'm not able to access my calendar. Yet, if it's something important that I have to write down immediately, for example, I meet a client, I have to write down a description of a request immediately using my phone. Otherwise, I'll forget when I get back to my office desk. Yeah, I, I completely get this. Um, in fact, Suan is actually bringing up um, exactly that as a challenge. Um, the Oh, so Suan says, I used to physically write down my task list, but then I forget to bring my notebook around, so I'd still miss things. So now I use my Google Calendar to block off time if I promise to meet someone and Google Keep for task lists so that it's accessible on my phone or laptop. At least I still get the satisfaction of checking something off. Ah, I do love checking things off. Um, physical is definitely more satisfying, but even the little the little sort of haptic thing that happens when you do it on your phone. I love it. Reject. I, I need to strike <laughs> it out. I don't like ticking. Um, so when, uh -huh. I, when I strike stuff off my to-do list, I do it quite uh, firmly. Some might say violently. Uh, I like to leave an imprint on the page. That makes me feel like I've done it. I have a little blackboard at home, actually, and I have chalk to do it with. Very satisfying. See? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so haptics, sure, but the pen to paper and strike out. That's that's the good stuff. Can I add on though, um, something that CK's message is reminding me of. 
Does everybody, is it just me? Does everyone else find that when you're typing stuff on your phone, fewer things feel important to type? Whereas when you're taking notes with your hands, in other words, when you're writing things down, that meetings feel like you need to focus more. Because when I look at the minutes that I, I write from from uh, from meetings and I compare something where I sat and like Sue Ann, I forgot my notebook, so all I have is my phone. And I compare the notes I have on my phone versus what I might have written down the difference is quite stark and I'm not sure why because typing is obviously easier and faster. Uh, I don't know whether it's got to do with the automatic brain handwriting connection that's hardwired since you're in school. I'm yeah, the same way. Yes, yes. Um, I also wonder whether this is different for perhaps a generation that might not be so used to note taking um, because I used to take notes just so that I wouldn't drift off. Fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, we have a little bit of a philosophical bent here from Lee Jun, uh, who says, Chinese saying, the worst ink is better than the finest memory. I love that. I love it. I love that. And um, I think this, I mean, for people who have said repeatedly, physical is better, you know, this is particularly delightful. Um, Flynn says, I use my calendar to put important dates weekly and monthly and make it a habit to look at it periodically. I don't depend on the reminders, though. Ooh, interesting. Um how do you actually, if Flynn wants to get back and, and let us know, how do you know then that you have something on if you don't have reminders? Do you refer to your calendar every day digitally? Uh, well, yeah. this is this is what yeah. uh, Flynn so appears to be saying, Flynn right? Is saying, yeah, which for me is kind of a bit mind-boggling because I don't do that. Maybe that's why I fail at it. Uh, this is exactly, I, I was going to say that the emphasis on making it a habit to look at it periodically seems key. Because otherwise you put it in and, then, and then what happens? And I guess I don't. I just, I don't like, I don't enjoy looking at calendars on my phone. Actually, that's the thing. Mm. It's not the same. No. I, I mean, sounding... We're like, both we're, Luddites live in this regard. Yeah, like, like where's my quill? You know, <laughs> we're on the verge of saying that. Uh, Edwin says, I have used paper organizers for the longest time. It took some getting used to when I transitioned to the digital calendar. But once I got used to it, it's great to have the extra auto notifications that it gives. You can share it with anyone easily and they can accept it into their calendar, which will include the link to the location map or the e-meeting link. Also, you don't need to worry about losing your paper organizer and the whole year is ruined. Convenient. Edwin, I once lost my paper organizer and the whole year was, in fact, ruined. You are right. There is something very, very very horrifying about losing something that you've relied so heavily on. And, you know, because we've got the cloud, because we've got things that automatically save, when you go digital, that's not necessarily something that you have to worry about. I guess the question here is how much pleasure factors into to all of this planning. Whether when you're doing all this, it is purely for the joy of organizing or whether you're a stationary nerd. Because if you're a stationary nerd, then nothing will ever replace the paper organizer. I would also add to that stationary nerd being one thing. The other is if you're the kind of person for whom tasks or, or jobs are easier to do if you have a little bit of that reward system built in. Even the simple act of striking something down, uh, down, sorry, striking something out. <laughs> um, Carl has perhaps a happy medium saying, MS Excel for appointment and planning, paper and pen for tasks, strike it when done. Happy. Nice. Uh, I think that that's a, that's a pretty good medium. Meanwhile, we're increasingly being outnumbered on the digital front. So Amri says, I prefer to use the digital version and I log it into reminders and calendars on my iPhone. Easy when you're on the go. 
I agree. I mean, I agree. I can see the point of all of this. I just think that um, for me, it feels like a task with no real joy or reward. Um, and perhaps that's where the, the paper thing comes in. Dahlia says, the online calendar that lives in my phone is useful for birthdays and anniversaries. I can never keep track of these events without a notification to prompt me a day before. Love writing down weekly and monthly lunch, dinners, hangouts on an offline calendar so that I can look at them and go, that's so cute of me. Uh, Dahlia, I love that. Um, I think I love it also because I'm exactly the kind of person who looks back over a year's worth of written planners and go, oh, didn't realise I went for that play or didn't realise yes. I had a lunch with that person. Yes, which is again something you don't necessarily get digitally. The other thing is, this reminds me, actually, is it helpful to get a notification to prompt you a day before? Well, for birthdays. Yes, if, if you're buying presents. Because right. essentially you would have to put in a reminder for however long it takes you to plan and get a present. And maybe if you're that organised, then good but, for you. Or you might not need this if you're, if you're that you, organised. Then your brain is super powered and you can just do this on your own. 100% though, day before, I find it hard to believe there's a person out there who's like, thank you, calendar, <laughs> for reminding me of this 80th birthday that I haven't shopped for. Ritza says... Post-it notes. We use post-it notes, then it's been digitalized into a version of sticky notes on our desktops. Oh, I love this. This is chaos. This is the controlled chaos and I kind of like it. Same thing, different feel, Ritza. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like this partly because of the uh, the fact that it's a very visual, colour-driven thing and I think that that's a part of it. Uh, meanwhile, Rebecca says, I have both manual and digital calendars that double input reinforces my memory, but I make it my routine to check my calendar the night before to plan my day. Uh, Rebecca, I do this as well, except not with my calendar, but with to-do lists. Yes, I think that's uh, that makes complete sense. Let's see. I think we have time for one more. Uh, this is from Roberto who says, It's funny when it comes to my to-do list, I need to do it physically. I've tried to do it electronically, but it didn't work for me. However, when it comes to reminders, electronic calendars uh, work way better for me, especially because I'm very forgetful in terms of dates, birthdays. My to-do list has to be physical because I had to repeat activities that I didn't complete the day before. That pushes me to complete them. I mean, I already spoke extensively about how I treat my to-do list with focus and violence and strike-throughs. So, Roberto, I hear you. Keep those thoughts coming. If you'd like to weigh in on whether you use a calendar, do you prefer offline or online, send your thoughts through. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and stay tuned. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.